hello. 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 Whoa, whoa. Whoa, you just burst my eardrum here. Can you hear well, me? I'm not the one with the hello. fancy uh, AirPods, okay? I just got a, I'm just, I just, I don't even have a mic right now. I'm just going off my phone. No, oh, you gave up in the old uh, high quality audio feedback. <laughs> I tell you what. <laughs> yeah. I tell you what. Smile, you son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> and smile we will because the Buffalo Bills are back in the playoffs. <laughs> playoffs. Yeah. Playoffs. Playoffs. <laughs> we won't even win a freaking game. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, JP Lossman. EJ Manuel, Kelly Holcomb, oh god, Ryan Fitzpatrick, oh my, well no, (laughs) Brian Brom, oh my god, Uh, we forget, all sucked. (laughs) The guy's a loser. (laughs) No, they're good people, I'm sure, outside of the football field, but they clearly did not fill the void that's been a void since. Doug Flutie was quarterback of the Buffalo Bills. And I say Doug Flutie because, let's face it, he was a playoff quarterback. They screwed him out of those second playoffs, even though he helped get him there. Uh, he was the last guy that was competitive enough for the Bills to make the playoffs. They ran the guy out of town. <laughs> ran him out of town. They didn't let him finish the damn playoff game. And it took how many years for them to exercise the demons of that Tennessee Titans all lateral that game. stupidity is is now over. It is the year 2021, and the Buffalo Bills have a home playoff game against the Indianapolis Colts. Now, how many fans can attend the game on Saturday? I think it's 6,776. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to know that you're using your hands and your fingers to count that high. That is, that is good. But here's I'm sorry. Well, well, the question is how how close am I to approaching Joe Namath territory here? I'm not going to ask you if you'll kiss me anytime soon, but we're getting there. That's good. That's good. Um, no, how did they? What I was thinking was, how the hell did they pick these fans? Was it random? Like I was thinking about that. I I can't go because I can't get over the goddamn border because of the protocols. But how did they, how, well, how did these lucky fans get to go to the stadium? That's what I want to know. The season ticket holders got first dibs. Oh, yeah. So. There's enough season ticket holders that surpass and eclipse that number. So, obviously, they're going to be like, yeah. So, they started the testing. They started doing the rapid COVID test. <laughs> what kind of a world do we live in where a man dressed up as a bat? Sorry. Testing started today, and they're going to carry it through, like, Friday to get it done to do all their rapid tests. And that will allow these season ticket holders that said, yes, I want to go to the game into the stadium on Saturday. It's a one o'clock game. The forecast is looking like it's going to be around (laughs) 30 Fahrenheit, no snow. But I do believe the Bills, because they're now the number two seed, they're going to have two home playoff games. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Because whoever... Well, whoa, hold on a second here, my friend. Um, we got a problem. Houston, we have a problem. The Bills are going to play the winner of the Titans-Ravens. If the Ravens win, 
yeah, they'll come to Buffalo. But I'm not really – I guess – No, no, we maybe, they For 100%, they would – whatever team, because we had a better record then, except for the Chiefs. If we make well, it to I the finals – I, I, Well, I, I'm thinking of the head-to-head against the Titans, which we, we lost. No, right? no, no. So, that, doesn't, that doesn't play into home field advantage in the playoffs. It's the record. It's the seeding, yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. So, the seeding. So you're you're two. You're two. I'm an idiot. Sorry. <laughs> so the only thing is, is if the Bills had a third <laughs> game, and if it wasn't against the Chiefs, then like if they make it to that third game, and and Kansas City gets knocked out, then they would have all three games. They'd have home field advantage. <sighs> well, let's talk about the first game, and this is this is I'm very concerned. Frank Reich is an honorable man, a decent man, and an extremely smart head coach. And you know he's motivating his Colts players that it's them against the world. Nobody's giving them a chance. And I just hope to God that the Bills players do not underestimate these guys because they're competitive. They've been in most games they've played this year. And uh, it's not going to be easy. Like to get that first playoff win in in what how since nineteen ninety five. That Seriously, was a good year. Like, I like that year. <laughs> oh my god! It was a good year when I was seventeen. Oh my god! And all the da, 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 da. I should put some Sinatra on it. Make me less <laughs> I, surprised. I drank What's some up? very good beer. Drank some very good beer. Although I can't remember the lines. Oh, okay. Um, Hold on, boys. Okay, and so first win. Sorry, I can't do it. Since '95, <laughs> I think if they can contain Jonathan Taylor, who had a huge game last week and who's been coming on more the last couple weeks, I think they're going to have a really good chance. It's going to come down to Philip Rivers, and that's that is one competitive trash talking son of a bitch. I mean, let's be honest. However, oh, I, I like them. the Bills I mean, are I peaking. Think he, Their defense is peaking at the right time. Would you agree? I agree. I thank God that they started to turn it on the last third of the season and started to stop the run more. And I think with the pressure that's going to be on Phillip Rivers, they'll take care of him. But really, they've been – and the fact that Matt Milano is healthy, thank God. Matt Milano is the key to that defense. I say the key to stopping the run. And the fact that he's ready to go, that's going to be the guy that people don't talk about enough. If they win the game, it's because Matt Milano's plugging that leaky faucet that normally would be there if he wasn't in the lineup. I, th- I, I, I think, gonna, like I think the, the way they win the game is they put up another 56 points. <laughs> They destroyed the Dolphins, who have a great defense. Indianapolis also has a great defense. But if the Bills hang even 35 points on them, they're done. That's how I look at it. If they the, the Colts cannot go to a shootout with the Bills, they don't have the equivalent firepower. So Well, we got to talk about something real quick. Stefan Diggs didn't practice today. Uh-oh, why? He did, did not participate. Oblique injury. Now, that being said, he told the reporter after practice that he didn't participate in. I'm cool. I'm fine. Either I'm paraphrasing, but he essentially reassured the reporter he's good. Now, McDermott said he needs to talk to the trainers and kind of get his own sense for what was going on. But keep that on the radar. 
make sure I, I, I'm thinking Diggs is going to play even if his neck falls off or rips out, but it's still something to think about. But thank God they signed Kenny Diggs. <laughs> no, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Stefan Diggs, <laughs> illegitimate brother, Kenny Diggs. <laughs> Kenny Skills. That's your, hey, that's your Holy that's shit, have another drink, post. my friend. That, I, I just gave you your Instagram post right there. That's it. Oh, that's it. God. We did it. We did it. Oh my You're doing God. a heck of a job, Brownie, but. Uh... Kenny Diggs, I want to kiss you. <laughs> oh, man. Good grief. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Kenny Stills, no more 9.5% beer. Uh, you know what I'm We'll right be now? ready. Probably 3.2%. How about a Coca-Cola Classic? How about 0%? Fantastic. <laughs> I don't like Frankie McDonald. Classic, Sorry. classic American beverage. It tastes oh, great. God. And uh, it keeps me going. <laughs> Kenny Diggs. Kenny Diggs. <laughs> You know what? I bet if El, if El Kilgore was still calling the games, uh, he'd love Kenny Diggs. Kenny, <laughs> Kenny Diggs. How do you do that? A life, okay, we're talking a lifelong Bills fan. Good grief, student, Kenny Diggs, a student in the game. That sounds good. And he thinks the guy's name is Kenny Diggs. <laughs> Kenny Diggs. Oh man. Well, maybe that's a good omen. I don't know. Maybe he'll play like Stefan Diggs. He'll play like Stefan Diggs. We got about he... three people with Diggs on their last name in the jersey. I think we're in business. <laughs> Kenny Diggs. Oh God. God help How, me. How's uh, how's Cole Beasley doing? I was just gonna say Beasley's still kind of nursing his knee, but there's no finalized report on whether or not he's gonna play. So that's probably gonna be a game time decision. I'm sure. Uh, he'll be there. Um, it's, a, it's a playoff game. Yeah, it'd be ironic if uh, Stefan Diggs doesn't play and Cole Beasley does, but Dude, hey, you always got Kenny out there. They're both going to play and have great games. All right, now. Although I got to say, uh, man, that uh, Gabriel Davis guy—that was a really good find in the fourth round. I knew it was. Uh, he, um, Brandon Marshall studied him in college for whatever reason and said that the footwork that guy had just in the end zone alone for making certain movements that receivers usually don't uh, ascend to until they get to their fourth or fifth year said he was already there as a rookie. And there you have it, dude, you look at his numbers this year. Guy's awesome. Now he has like, he's had some drops through a couple of games, but overall he's been fantastic compared to bad. Like, and then the other guy we got to mention Dawson Knox, one of the most frustrating potential super talents on the team it seems like he catches balls in unforeseen circumstances but then drops the easy ones like just catch the fucking ball man uh when it's right there and nobody's around you he seems to have a tough time grabbing the ball when there's nobody around him but when there's three guys around him he catches the ball (laughs) like jesus man let's go so that's another guy to watch in this game I did notice, though, they activated Tyler Cross off the COVID reserve list. So I'm wondering if they're, the coaching staff is getting a little frustrated with Dawson Knox and they might play Tyler Croft over Dawson Knox. You never know. I'm not that drunk. Easy. <laughs> hey, how about that kid? I, do you remember the name of that running back that played 
He was off the practice Williams. squad. Williams. Antonio Williams, right? I don't know his first name. I just think Williams, but it's definitely Williams for his last name. That yes, guy was unbelievable. Holy smokes. The, the, the move. Dude, he was like a prize fighter there, man. Like, nobody was taking him down. He was a man on a mission. And I swear to God, if they don't figure out a way to work him in, even just give him a chance. Give him, like, one Give him like a third and goal or second and goal chance inside the red zone and see what he does. And if he fucking scores, excuse my language, I'm so, who cares? Somebody's sponsoring us anyway. If he scores, <laughs> if he scores, dude, you keep him in the rest of the game. He looked like Mike Tyson in his prime. Like nobody was taking him down. He was going to just pound through people, almost like Marshawn Lynch was. When he was with Seattle, I just and I know it was one. I know it was one game. I know it's reactive, but I have not seen the other two Bills running backs run that way all year. Like they've been good at different times, but they've not been what he was doing. Hell, and no. let's make the point that although the Bills were playing <clears throat> their backups in the second half, the Dolphins were playing their starters. That was the starting. Yeah defense for the Dolphins and I believe it's Antonio Antonio Williams was absolutely shredding them for yards and he was always moving forward I was really impressed by that kid I mean you got to be impressed with this Bills offense head to toe let's 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 take a look at these wide receivers you got Stefan Diggs Cole Beasley (laughs) John Brown (laughs) then you've got Isaiah McKenzie Gabriel Davis Kenny Stills now I mean, it's unbelievable. That's a lot of really skilled uh, wide receivers. And then we've got three good running backs, Singletary, Zach Moss, Antonio Williams. The weapons are there. I swear to the God. The weapons are there. Dude, it, it, there's no excuses. And I'm going to put this out there for you. Even if for some unforeseen reason, I used unforeseen twice, if, if Stefan Diggs can't play, I don't want any excuses. You've got enough weapons on that offense. You should still be able to beat the Colts. It's, don't it's, give me It's a crap. fully operational battle station. That's all I know. <laughs> and I think I think yeah. they're going to be able to I mean, it. dude, it's insane. Like, I, I honestly don't think they even – they did not have this amount of weapons in the Jim Kelly era. They had Lofton and Reed and BB. That was three. So, so all right, you've got Beasley, Diggs, Davis. Now you've got Stills. And then you've got McKenzie. And there's somebody else I'm forgetting about that that did okay. Oh, uh, now forget it. Too many beers. Sorry. Um, I forgot. They got players. Come on. They got players. They're damn good on offense. And on defense, they're starting to get interceptions. They're starting to get some movement on the line. They're starting to get that pressure. So, I don't know. I, th- I think they rest, Minneapolis, and- yes, Frank Reich, God bless him, former Bills. He's a he's a very bright head coach. But, I don't know. I, I think the Bills will be able to defeat the Colts this weekend. Again, it is Wednesday. So far, the news has been good. Um, you know, day-to-day for, for Beasley. There's not many other injuries, which is great. But as long as the team stays healthy, I think the Buffalo Bills – can go pretty deep into these playoffs. Also of note, Tredavious White and uh, Jerry Hughes were rested in that Miami game, so they're going to be full throttle 
ready to go. And that was that was smart. You rest your top cornerback that's not replaceable whatsoever, and you rest your best pass rusher, who in that Denver game, literally, remember that that touchdown return, which you didn't get to talk about, where he intercepted it, or it was a fumble recovery, and then he took it and he ran it like a running back, back for the touchdown. Having Jerry Hughes at 100% and Tredavious White at 100% is going to be huge. Yeah, absolutely. Huge. I mean, they're going to be ready to run through a friggin' wall. I just, if for some crazy, insane reason they blow this game, it's it's unprecedented to me because you look at the talent they have on paper and how they got that 13-3 and record, it would make absolutely zero sense. And the Colts had a difficult time closing out the friggin' Jaguars at home. <laughs> at home! <laughs> Yeah, it was twenty to twenty to fourteen against Mike Glennon and the Jaguars. I didn't even know Mike Glennon was you... still playing in the league. I got to be honest; I was very confused by that. Well, I thought he was Don Flamingo and Mike Tyson's punch out for <laughs> crying out loud. Look, like man. he's got the same look. He like, dude. There's no reason for them to have a tough time besting those bastards. Like, give me a break. But let's not but... let's not put out the Never. the. Uh the thought process that they will be challenged that badly by the Colts. I think they're going to destroy them. I think they're going to make another statement. They, we earlier in the podcast, early in the year, what did we say? December, it was a time to test these bills. Are they for real? They showed up in prime time for real. So I'm not too worried about the Colts. Now let's talk about some of the other games and some of the other opponents that the bills might have to face. And right up front, you already mentioned it. We got the Baltimore Ravens versus the Tennessee Titans. Who do you see in that game pulling ahead? Baltimore. I think uh, uh, Lamar, <laughs> should I call him Lamar Diggs? Uh, I think <laughs> Lamar Jackson. Lamar, Lamar Jackson is going to be reinvigorated because he was overhyped last year going into that Titans game. They had, I think they had a bye. Before they played him, I don't know yeah, what I'm talking about. Yeah, they were the number one seed. Good, I'm not that bad. So he, he and the Ravens were very overhyped going into that game, and they had a massive letdown, which is why I get scared about the Bills. But that's neither here nor there. So I think now they've had a year to learn. They didn't have the greatest record through over half the season. They battled. They made it to where they were. They got in the playoffs. And I think Lamar and the Ravens will find a way to, uh, you know, knock down the Titans. Even though the Titans are they're talented, but I, I think I'm seeing the Ravens. What about well, you? Well, ever since the toilet game <laughs> where Lamar Jackson came off the crapper and threw that big touchdown pass, the man's been on fire. They also made a statement this week because he's got a lot to prove. He has not won a playoff game yet. And last year, the Tennessee Titans were the team that that beat them, and they already did lose this year to the Titans as well. So I think you're right. I think the Ravens are going to pull ahead. You know, they're going to have to stop uh, Henry. They're going to have to stop Tannehill, and they're going to have to stop A.J. Brown. And if they can do that, they'll pull ahead. But I I honestly think Lamar has a big chip on his shoulder. And you got to look at this draft class, the 2018 draft class with Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson and Baker Mayfield. 
they already have made such a huge impact for their teams. So that's what the NFL needs. They, it needs those new young stars. And I'm glad to see that they've all arrived and, and are in the playoffs. But I, I think Josh Allen is the best one of the bunch. Well, uh, Rich Eisen on the NFL Network compared Josh Allen to – I almost called him Josh Eisen. That's when you know you should stop drinking. Uh, he compared him to the Mandalorian. It's like he's standing there and the bill's up, and he looks like he might as well have armor on him. And they then they went on to joke about the fact, like, who would be Baby Yoda of the group? Would it be Stefan Diggs or would it be Cole Beasley? So maybe there's some magical – like force field around Allen and the bills with, with his aura specifically that will allow them to get over the hump. But I'll tell you another thing they have to, I don't want to get back to Baltimore. They have to, the bills have to find a way to win this game against the Colts because last year was a huge letdown low in the second half against Houston. So if they don't win this game, there's a lot of repercussions. It's going to be, well, yeah, but, they went 13-3. and three. They still couldn't win a playoff game. They have to win this first game. Let the chips fall where they may with the rest of the games, but just win this first playoff game. As far as Baltimore goes, and then let's switch over to Cleveland and Pittsburgh. How the hell is Cleveland going to win a game when their coach can't even coach? Yeah, I think the Steelers are going to handle that one. Big Ben's got the rest. They obviously showed a very vanilla game plan, and they still almost beat the Browns. On Sunday, they lost from a two-point conversion because of uh, a bad throw from Mason Rudolph. So I think with Big Ben, they're definitely going to win that game. You know, it's nice for the the Browns to be in the, in the playoffs. And, uh, yeah, their coach has got COVID. So I don't know, man. That that, that franchise is, is pretty well, messed up. Well. Dan Patrick was floating the idea on sports radio today that, well, like, why can't Kevin Stefanski, like, coach on the sideline in his own bubble? Like, just have this, like, dining out. And the NFL, they checked into that. And the NFL said no. (laughs) The NFL was like, no, you can't even be in your own press box. That doesn't make sense, eh? It's like. He could have easily been in his own little area. Exactly, and that makes me empathize with the Browns. So I, I got to say this: like, it makes me think it might be one of those things that motivates their players to play out of their minds for their coach, because they're incensed that he they didn't find a way to put him on the sideline. So I would not discount the Browns. Never underestimate a high motivational tool to get players over the hump. It's a dangerous weapon. It's a deadly so you're weapon. The Browns. So we'll. I'm not discounting the Browns. So you're not picking man. them. You're just, not not, dis- you're just not discounting yeah. them. Well, I'm not picking the Steelers either. I feel like Bobby Heenan. Look, I think that the Browns have much more motivation, or what do they say? Motiv- motivation, as uh, Mickey, as uh, Burgess <laughs> Meredith used to say. Mickey. What the hell are you talking <laughs> about? Any, this- <laughs> he's like, what do you need? Motiv- motiv- motivation? Get in there, you son of a bitch. Uh, he's like, he's like, get up, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Because Mickey loves you. Oh, man. He's like, and then, and then dude, George Washington, dude, touch me and I'll sue. Touch me and I'll sue. Okay, so I just think that 
could be a very, very volatile thing that goes against the Steelers because if I'm on the if I'm on the Browns roster, I'm like, at this crap, we're playing for our coach. We're gonna run through a wall that he can't be here, right? Come on. Man. I will say this: if they get Chubb going and they get Cream Hunt going, then yes, Chubb, <laughs> Chubb. Get the ch- get, get the old chubby going. going. Yeah. If they can do that, then yes, they're going to have a good chance at winning that game. But I still think Mike Tomlin never discount him in the playoffs, nor Big Ben. But I, I got to, I got to just circle back yeah. to our game: the Bills versus the Indianapolis Colts. Do you think that Philip Rivers is as good as Deshaun Watson in modern day right now? Philip Rivers as good as Deshaun Watson. Where's this coming from? Well, who did from? the Bills lose to last year? The Texans and Deshaun Watson. And they only lost to him because of that crazy play Deshaun Watson made. So what I'm saying is. You're right. You're right. And, and <clears throat> their defense has uh, completely flipped the script. From where they were at the beginning of the season, they're getting to the quarterback, but getting to the quarterback mightily. You're right. If they don't get the Philip Rivers, Grizz, go in the other room. And get my <laughs> no, but seriously, seriously, Deshaun Watson made it. No, you're right. Human play when he avoided two. He had a sack. They sacked him. They got him. The game was going to be over, and he avoided that. And who that? I'm pretty sure he threw the ball to. Uh, I think it was Taiwan Jones. Um, which was our former player who's <laughs> yeah. on our team now. So, oddly enough, you know, Philip Rivers is not going to be pulling that kind of magic um, at his current age. And I know he wants to come back and play again, which is great. He's a, he's, he's a passionate SOB. Like, when his last year with the Chargers, he was literally driving from San Diego to L.A. <laughs> and he had this, like, he had this infrastructure inside this uh, – like uh not an SUV but a yeah like an S a big SUV and he had video equipment he was studying film for two three hours I mean I can't discredit the guy the guy is a hundred thousand percent passionate he still tried to make it work even though he had to do that commute because he's got his family in San Diego but he just does not have the physical uh aspects that Deshaun Watson has and I'll tell you what remember that game last week no was it last week when was it there was like a sack that should have happened I think it was last week even Tua like got out of the pocket and it's like you had the guy sack him let's go Philip Rivers is doing (laughs) none of that Philip Rivers has he has zero mobility but what Philip Rivers does have he's a crafty veteran he's a crafty veteran he's a He's a yeah. quick relief. He's like Marino was in well, Marino was that way all the time, but towards the end of his career, he had like the quickest release possible. Because he knew he had to make up for the fact he wasn't mobile at all. He was like negative mobile. He was already like ten steps behind anybody else the minute that ball snapped. Yeah, so I don't know. Again, I think the Bills will win. I really do. Um, the other AFC games are pretty interesting. Again, I think the Steelers are going to win. I do agree. The Ravens are going to win. Now let's go over to the NFC where we've got some unbalanced matchups where a couple yeah. of teams maybe made it into the playoffs that maybe they shouldn't have made it in. 
And the first one of those teams is the Washington football team versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> Alex Smith is not, I'm pretty <laughs> sure he's, he's a little banged up right now. Um, but it's a miracle. It is an absolute miracle. He's even playing just due to all the health issues he had and life threatening issues he had uh, with his, with his leg. So I hope he does get to play because that is pretty I, miraculous, I, I, but I think Tampa Bay is going to destroy it. Well, I just got to say this. I'm an Alex Smith fan. I really like back when KC signed him back in the, the Bills, Doug Murrow era. I remember thinking to myself, the Bills could have signed him. They would have made the playoffs. He was a rock solid quarterback. He got that label of game manager far too much. He made the playoffs with Andy Reid consistently. And I can't say enough good things. He's a competitor. He's just a solid quarterback. But that being said, I don't really see any scenario where the Bucks don't blow the barn doors off the Washington football team, which sounds like Tecmo Bowl, by the way. <laughs> the only way that it's, it's, it's not going to happen is if for some reason – you know, they do have a great defense in Washington. If somehow they get after Brady all day, which again, I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, how many freaking uh, pro bowlers are on this Tampa Bay team? You've got LaShawn McCoy. You've got uh, Blunt. You've got Ronnie Jones is supposed to be got back. You've got Gronkowski. You've got um, Antonio Brown, who had two touchdowns last week. Um, and then their other player, I, I don't, I can't remember his name. The other wide receiver is it Mike, Mike, Mike Evans. Mike Evans. Day, so he's not doing too well. However, I just think they've got no. enough weapons to, to get, you know, like you said, blow the barn doors off and win this game. Can, can, can I, can I ask sure. you a question? Uh, and I forgot which question I was going <laughs> to ask. That's great. Uh, no, um, Something about Antonio Brown. Something. Oh, yeah. So, this isn't a question. It's one of those classic scenarios where if Washington were to upset Tampa Bay, Washington wouldn't be the Cinderella team. So, with that in mind, who left over in the playoff bracket in the NFC could take over and go all the way? Who would be your second choice aside from Tampa Bay? Who do you think could win? Like, are we talking about underdogs? Like, because you're not thinking the Chicago Bears are going to do this. Like, there's no possible way. There's no way, man. <laughs> the Bears. The uh, Bears. I don't know. <laughs> the Bears. <laughs> well, I hey, don't mind me. I'm uh, just having my 12th heart attack. I had too much pull of sausage. Uh, da bears, da bears, da bears. Hey, you know what? I wouldn't mind watching the game on Sunday, eating some pola sausage and saying da bears. But the bears are going to get beat by the Saints. Uh, I think they're going to get destroyed again. It's probably going to be a blowout. I don't know. The, the Bears have been surging, and they played they played better with Mitchell Trubabeski or whatever the hell you pronounce his last name. Trubabeski. <laughs> That all that almost rivals Kenny Diggs. <laughs> Jesus, they how the hell you say okay, his name? Let's stop talking about the. Oh, Mitchell there you Trubisky. go. And I've got three beers in me. Thank you very much. Nine point five percent. Okay, so I don't want to kiss you. Uh, so, aside from the Bears <laughs> and the Saints, who the is it? Rams and Seahawks? <laughs> yeah. 
what a waste of time. Come on. I, okay, let's just be honest here. I don't even know. I don't even know the name of the other LA quarterback. He's got some weird name. But Jared Goff apparently was throwing, <laughs> even though he just had surgery on his thumb. Goff. There is no fucking way. Yes, I just swore. I'm sorry to the sponsors. I just swore because there's no fucking way the Rams are going to beat the the Seattle Seahawks when you got Pistol Pete Carroll. Okay. Wait, wait, hold on, quick. Cobra Kai uh, reference here. Does Jared Goff not look like the blonde from Cobra Kai? From what, what was that character? Are I never knew his fucking name. I just knew he he got the he got the he got the the dragon kick or the the the, the kicking. <laughs> I sound like Joe Biden. Johnny Lawrence. Johnny, Johnny, he looks like Johnny from Karate Kid, Cobra Kai slash Cobra Kai. He looks like him. It's so weird. I've been seeing him for the last couple of years. I'm like, who does he look like? He looks reminiscent of something. And he looks like freaking Johnny from Cobra Kai. Jared Goff does. And he has the weirdest last name. Goff, like Lord Goff. <laughs> weird, weird name. So who the hell's is Okay, I got to look that up right now because that guy was horrible. Um, yeah. I will look that up. Talk oh, amongst poor. yourselves. I'll give you a topic. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I think right. I think it's gonna be it's either gonna be Green Bay, the Saints, or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh yeah, Green. So Green Bay is yeah. Green buy. Bay's got the yeah buy. exactly. Uh, I'll tell you what. Maybe Green Bay. They got home field, man. Yeah. Well, well, I I say that with with the asterisks. They have home field with no <laughs> fans. But they've got they've got home field with the okay. So I've got I've got of win, of I've got winter. this guy's name, John Wolford. He he's the backup quarterback for uh, the L.A. Rams, and he played uh, last week. He had 231 yards, no touchdowns, and one interception for a QBR rating of 74.7. You're telling me if John Wolford is the starting quarterback for the L.A. Rams that they're going to beat the Seattle Seahawks? Give me a goddamn break. That's not going to happen. No. Yeah, I think that's the easiest gimme of the uh, playoff bracket for sure, honestly. Like, there's no way. There's no freaking way. So, Seattle will win. And then uh, you got Saints. Saints are going to crush the Bears, especially at home. And then um, Tampa Bay, Washington. As well, if Alex Smith plays and he's healthy, and the defense plays really good, maybe it's some wacky doodle upset. But probably. Do you know not. who the uh, backup quarterback right. is for uh, the Washington football team to Alex Smith? Uh, Taylor no. Hanky. Who? He 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 played for <laughs> the Carolina he. Panthers. He's also Ron Riviera's backup in Carolina. He's terrible. The guy is so bad. So yeah, if, especially if he plays, um, it's over. It's over. <laughs> Game it's over. over. But let, let, let's fast forward though. Uh, I think since no, nah, I'm not going to go there. I was just going to say if Tampa Bay played in Green Bay. I think Green Bay would win. I do. If it's if cold. it's a nasty game, I don't which think it probably will be. Yeah, I agree. If you're right, with it being home field advantage with Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers is going to chip on his with shoulder. With the weather, um, 
That'd be a tough team, man. I think That's they'd a tough win. team to play, the Green Bay Packers, especially at home. Well, it's a it's a tough team to play with the winter elements. It's going to be colder than sin <laughs> in Green Bay. I got I got to be honest though, man. I, I do not, not that... want to see any shenanigans like Washington Who? winning and the Bears winning. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't want to see that. I want to see. The best from the AFC play the best from the NFC. That's what I want to see. I don't want to see this bullshit of, you know, oh, my God, this team, especially if Washington somehow made it to the finals with their terrible record of, like, 6-10. and 10. <laughs> Well, let me let me emulate Howard Hessman from About Schmidt. Here, here, yeah. as we raise our drinks. No way. There's no freaking way I'd want to <laughs> no. see that either. If it's if it's Tampa, I hate the Saints. I don't like Sean Mc, Sean McDermott. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like Sean. I don't like Sean Payton. Sean Payton. <laughs> He's, he he looks like a carbon copy butt baby of the guy that married my ex. So I don't like Sean Payton. I love Sean McDermott. Uh... I love you, buddy. I'm, I'm rooting. I'm rooting for you. I love you. Uh... <laughs> But bottom line, drop your hair. No, I wish I did. I wish and, I was. And by escape. the way, for all the but people I hear you, listening, man. I... the "I want to kiss you" line yeah. is a line from Joe Namath that <laughs> he did on the sideline during the Jets game when he was hammered. He was with hammered. Susie... He'd been drinking Susie all Culver. day, and he went. Su- to, he went to for an interview on the sidelines with Susie Colbert. And he was just, like, he was a horny old man. And God bless him. I don't blame him. He's Joe fucking Namath. <laughs> he can do that. Yep. He was pretty bad. Um, I agree. The best teams should have the best chance to represent either conference. So right, we'll see what happens. And uh, I got to give some honorable mention here. This is from a different sport. I got to give honorable mention to. Former Buffalo Sabres general manager John Muckler. He passed away yesterday at the age of 86. He was the man that was instrumental in trading for Dominic Hasek so that the Sabres had the greatest goaltender on the planet for many years and built the roster they had when they made the Stanley Cup finals in 1999. Even after he was fired, that roster was in place. It was from his work, the fruits of his labor, John Muckler, hell of a guy won like four or five Stanley Cups as coach of the Oilers. And uh, he's a great dude, and he needs to be mentioned. Great guy in the sports realm. And uh, we miss you, buddy. And uh, we miss your grouchiness. Yeah, I was was a big Muckler fan. He was fun. Those are the days when we had uh, Grant Fuhrer. Because Grant Fuhrer played for him for the Edmonton Oilers. So... Yeah, brought him over. He had brought him over, and uh, Hashik was the backup. <laughs> and um, the guy, the guy, and then and then and then Rob Ray. I got to mention the story real quick. So Rob Ray was on the Sabres team in the playoffs in 90, 93, where they played that like six overtime game against the New Jersey Devils, and it's one in the morning. And they're like in the second or third overtime, and he looks at Muckler and says, "Like, hey, coach." I really do my best work at this time of night. Can you let me play? And he said, he said, no, 
I'm not putting you in at all. And he said he's Mark Lewis is this classic guy that was consistent. He was grouchy. He would growl at you. And it's like this classic men being men, strong personalities. It's a lost art. God rest his soul. We miss you, John Muckler. And uh, <laughs> I'm not going to have another beer. So uh, on that note, we're at the 40-minute mark. And I think uh, this might be a good transition point to any mystery. <laughs> okay, that's going to be, I think, all for all for us this week. Hopefully it won't be the last podcast because the Buffalo Bills will end up taking the Indianapolis Colts. Um, I'm going to say it's going to be 35 to 20 bills. I'm not saying anything. Uh, we'll see when the fat <laughs> lady sings. That's when I'll, that's when I'll raise right, my man. drink. Enjoy the game and everybody have a great week. Take care.